This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Yo! Whoa. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show. If you're new here, we don't mess around with the BS that all the other marriage podcasts do for you. That's right. We give real help for real couples. Again, I'm a licensed therapist. We went through some shit and we got out of it and we want to help you do the same with grit, determination, growth mindset, shared vision, and some kick-ass advice. So thank you so much. This month is April is for fools. That's right. We're talking about the fools that cheat on their spouse as spouses. <laughs> and today we are on episode number three in our series. And it is called My Husband Cheated, but why? What? It's called My Husband Cheated, but I want to make it work. What do I do? Mm, all right. So let's dive into this question. Thank you so much. But first of all, this show is brought to you by the good folks over at betterhelp.com forward slash us. I'm a licensed therapist, as I said earlier. And if you need counseling, if you've been carrying around some stuff for too long, you hadn't gotten any help for it, go to betterhelp.com forward slash us to get hooked up with your own licensed marriage and family therapist, your own licensed personal counselor to deal with anxiety, depression. A lot of people, a lot of people are going to betterhelp.com forward slash us and they are getting the help that they need and they're feeling better for it, right? We all want to feel better in this life. I want to make more money. I want to have more sex. I want to be happier. I want a better relationship with myself, my family, my kids, my outlook on life. And you can't do it if you're carrying around stuff that you haven't processed. So go to betterhelp.com forward slash us to get the help you need today. Set yourself free. It's springtime, y'all. It's a new thing. <laughs> go right. to betterhelp.com forward slash us to start a new season in your life and get the help that you truly, truly deserve. Betterhelp.com forward slash us. All right, guys, we love you. Go there. <laughs> Read the question, lady. Okay. My husband cheated but I want to make it work. What do I do? Okay. I'm going to try to read this the best I can. I discovered my husband's infidelity eight months ago. At the time we had decided to move back home from overseas to be closer to our family and get out children's education. What? And go out. I don't know what that is. We have, I'm going to change details. Three amazing girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I did this 12-hour journey on my own with my girls with the confidence that my husband would be joining us a few weeks later as he was tied up some loose ends with work. Two weeks after arriving home, I discovered that he was having an affair. I had already had doubts about this lady, which I had spoken to him about, but he held my face, looked at me in the eyes, and said, I can guarantee you there is nothing going on, and I took his word for it. I trusted, in all caps, Mm. that what he had told me was the truth. We had been having a few issues prior to the affair. However, four months before I discovered, I felt we'd really turned a corner. Our communication had improved. Our connection had improved. We were excited about making future plans as we'd made a joint decision to return home, and I thought we were back on track. I made this decision to try to salvage our marriage as somewhere in my heart I do still love my husband, and without him, my life wouldn't make any sense, but I'm really struggling to heal. So any guidance or advice would be hugely appreciated. Let me look at that. Okay, keep on going. Oh. That's the question. That's the whole thing. Um, so, man, the last thing, and you've heard us talk about this, the very last thing at the end, it says, mm-hmm. uh, 
I love my husband and without him, my life wouldn't make sense. Hmm. I just want to start there. Okay. Uh, maybe your current life wouldn't make sense. Like if you weren't here, like our house, the, the podcast recording stuff, <laughs> the van, the kitchen, the kids, none of that stuff would make sense because we have set it up to where you are obviously an integral part of that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I wasn't here, like the skateboards and the mountain bikes and the right. snowboarding and the truck and the rifles and the all that stuff, that wouldn't make the sense. The glittery uh, crotchless underwear that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you gonna do the volume's down no. anyway there's nothing on that oh record scratch it's a record scratch but it's late uh it sounds like a car yes the glittery underwear it wouldn't make sense i'm just joking he right doesn't have so glittery underwear. I, I don't want it i don't want you to i mean because sometimes we think hold up hold the phone no you are everything with or without a man or a woman in your life they're differentiated right right so i don't want to like like all the stuff that we've built wouldn't make sense if one of us weren't here well, it, maybe she's saying that. I maybe, but even then, it would make sense. We, you still would have Event, children. Eventually, it would make sense. I right? mean, if I if we got divorced or I died, like you'd still need mountain bike for the kids. They'd still want a garage, and you'd still want, you know, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you'd still want the sewing machine I have. Hattie would want it. Maybe Tuff would want it. He's a right. fashion designer. You know what I mean? Or like, my new, or my new wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when I crack my own self up. I really love it when you crack your own <laughs> self up. I, you could say the meanest joke, but as long as you laugh really hard at it, I'm fine. Really? <laughs> kind of, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. Note to self. Um, what were we saying? So, uh, but like I'm saying, it says without him in my life, no, without him, my life wouldn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I do want to start there because I think it's really important to make sure that that's not really what we believe. Mm -hmm. Like that... Without Seth, and and I used to think this like, mm. how can I live without Seth? Well, I get me. Let me think. You just freaking live. Like life goes on. What did on. you do the eighteen years prior to you meeting me? I know. Yeah. Oh, I lived. I lived those years. So not as good. <laughs> that's, hey that's a. I don't know. For me, that is actually a really important point that I think is worth looking at and reassessing and reevaluating. And it says you have three beautiful girls. Mm. Uh, and man, do you want to teach those three beautiful girls that? Hey, uh, kiddos, your husband can treat you like shit. He can do whatever. He's just going to be your mm -hmm. world. You just do whatever, move across the country, do what you need, do everything. Just be stronger. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's okay. Like, no, you're not going to, you don't want to teach that to your daughters. Then don't model it. Right. Right. So, but the main question, my husband cheated, but I want to make it work. What do I do? Hopefully in there. And I didn't see in this question at all is uh and he admitted to this and he apologized he's been crying he's on his knees he's trying to do anything and everything that he can right. to repair this mm -hmm. hopefully yeah. hopefully that is the case um hopefully it is the case and i know that like april is cheating month basically <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's for fools, right? Because it is a foolish thing to do to cheat. Um, so I don't want to be like too like super downer, like, oh yeah, this is just kind of sucky. Now I'm depressed show, but I want to give hope in this. And hope is a two-way street. I can hope, you know, in all the world that uh, you don't cheat, right? But mm -hmm. you did. Okay. So now I can also hope that you want to repair mm -hmm. things, right? So it's much more easier if the other person who did the thing 
is willing to not grovel or anything like that, be but repentant. really be repentant right. and not in the religious way, but just mm-hmm. be like, oh my gosh, I really, really messed this up. I have no one to blame but the person in the mirror right now. It is me. I take full ownership of this. I did this. If you will have me back, then I will try anything and everything to repair this because what we have, our relationship, our X amount of years together, the things that we have built, the things that we are wanting to build, our children and our future are worth clearly much more than, they're worth more than what I did Mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? So I take full ownership that I feel... I feel shame because it is a shameful thing to do. I feel guilty because the you know blood is on my hands or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I will do what I can to repair that. If it is therapy, no, no, not not if, because the worst yeah. thing is like somebody doing something stupid and then them saying, Okay, well just tell me what to do. Yeah. Tell me, well, should should I go to therapy? Hell yeah, you should. Right. Right. Oh well, should I should I uh, uh, make changes in my schedule and this and this and this? Yes, if you want to repair it, then do it. Oh, but it's so hard; it'll put me out. Well, no shit. That's what it takes, right? right? Like, I mean, we've done that. Hey, this thing isn't serving us anymore. Like this right. dumb thing that you were doing or I was doing. We went. You. We used to spend our date nights going to therapy when we had little kids, and like my mom would babysit the kids. Nothing was fun. It sucked, but it was absolutely worth it and it was transformative. And if we hadn't have done it, we would have definitely gotten a divorce or yeah. just been like miserably married, like miserably married. Right. And probably cheated on each other. So, yeah, Because of that probably. sparkly bathing suit you got. <laughs> so now I'm wearing the sparkly bathing yeah, suit. Yeah, now it's like a bathing out. suit. It's not underwear. It's a bathing suit. Oh my god. you gosh. wear it places. That's, no. <laughs> it's rhinestone. It's like the guy... It's or it's like, like the the, uh, the singing cowboy in New York City. Oh yeah! Didn't you see him when you went there one time? No, oh, I, I thought you did. So. But anyway, um, uh, if and I don't know, so I'm not going to assume anything from the email. Uh, I, hopefully, your husband is is doing these things. It's like, yes, I f this up. I lied. I did this. I did this, and I did this. I am so sorry. I about said it in a Canadian accent. Sorry. Thanks, Stephen. I'm sorry, Anne. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you went Anne of Green Gables, yeah, huh? Okay. Sorry, um, to repair it, it's like like I, I was I was um, at work one time. This is when I had a, a full time job, and someone made a mistake, and it was a fifty or sixty thousand dollar mistake, kind of thing. And that person owned every part of it. And did what they could to make it up. And mm. it wasn't like, oh, great, now I owe, you know, right. whatever, 60K or whatever. But really said, oh my gosh, I can't believe I made this mistake. Mm-hmm. Oh no, oh no, oh no. And all this stuff. And did, and did everything and any anything and everything in their power to make it up. And guess what? They kept their job. Mm-hmm. There was no weirdness or anything. There was like, yes, this person clearly knows that they messed up. Let's help and repair. Like that is what... If if you want to come out on the other side of this, you have to own all that stuff. You can't go, well, I made that 60K mistake because the systems we have are just ridiculous right. or this. It's like you can't blame. The only fingers you can point is you, right? right? Point to you and your actions or inactions 
on that stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. so I wrote down a bunch of different things while you were chatting okay. uh, that I think are going to be helpful. Kick it. Um, so it says, you know, basically I want to make it work. What do I do? Uh, the, the four things that I wrote down, I think are the things that people tend to think aren't as important as they are. But if you can do these four things, they will absolutely transform your journey and can turn this mess into something positive and productive and good and heal you, right? So the very first one is therapy. Go to therapy as a couple, individually, both, all of it. Do mm -hmm. all the therapy that you can. Um, we work with betterhelp.com. Uh, so we have a, a thing, betterhelp.com forward slash us. You can get a therapist there. You can go to, um, when you go to betterhelp.com forward slash us, they have a test, like an online quiz, which is really, really rad. And so they ask you like, why are you seeking therapy? They have all these suggested things. So if this is you, you say, uh, infidelity, right? You need to heal from infidelity. So you can do that. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash us. But seriously, therapy is the very first place that you would start if you're trying to work through this. You can't do this without some type of therapy because there's a lot that has to heal. So we mm. use that. People ask us, what's the difference between coaching and therapy? Therapy is where you go to heal. So let's imagine I'm going to physical therapy because I broke my ankle, broke Roselle. Um, and so I broke my ankle and I say, okay, I got to heal my ankle. I have to go to physical therapy to heal it. I don't go to physical therapy to try to run a marathon. Mm -hmm. I go there to heal. So you go to therapy, talk therapy, whatever kind of therapy to heal. So number one is therapy. Number two is your husband, the person who cheated. I mean, in this case, it's your husband. He should join a group like the men's mastermind. So mm -hmm. the badass husband's mastermind is a perfect example. Uh, you go to badasshusband.com. And now if someone's like, these fools are just trying to sell me their products. You bet your ass I'm trying to sell you my products. My products will save your freaking marriage. Get over yourself. Like, word. If you had a flat tire, would you get pissed if I was the tire salesman trying to sell you a new tire? What <laughs> hey, is that place? Hey, I, I see you got a flat tire there, buddy. I have a shop right here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm How just dare saying. You? But see right there, like see the giant garage yeah. with the. Oh, you I hear love that? that sound. That's my shop there. So if you want to go there, you can. What? You're trying to sell me stuff, man. What an opportunist. Hey, okay. Drive five miles down the road. Have fun with a, with a flat tire to get your own stuff. Right. Peace out. That, yeah. It just makes me mad when people right. get like that. But anyway, for this dude, like I said, the second thing is the guy has to join some sort of group where there's accountability. Like the men's mastermind. If he, let me say, what would happen if he popped into one of your group calls? I would love it if a guy said, listen, dudes, I'm here to get my ass kicked because I cheated and I did a lot of wrong stuff. Mm -hmm. And my wife has her own stuff too. I get it, but I'm the one that did it. So let's go. I'd be like, bro, you are the perfect person to be in a group. What like would this. you, what do you think some of your dudes would say to somebody like this? Hey man, tell me about it. What's going on? Where are your blind spots? What were some of the reasons? Well, you know, I mean, my wife is a bitch and we hadn't had sex in three years and it was, it was there. I'd be like, I get it. Mm -hmm. What if it was nothing? My wife is really a good woman and I'm just an idiot. What would they say then? I'd say, all right, man, let's get to work. Tell me. What kind of work would you do? Family of origin stuff, accountability stuff, shared vision stuff, goals stuff. Like, hey, man, you're kind of going sideways right here. Let me or the other guys, it's or just us. not me. Mm -hmm. It's let the other men in the group, the other eight dudes, whoever's whatever cohort you're in, because we mm -hmm. have several, um, speak into that. Yeah. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. And that's how it would go down. Right. And so I'm, again, this is like how you, you're asking, what do we do? How do we make this work? Your husband 
who has cheated has to get into a group where he is accountable to other dudes who will kick his ass. Because we talked about this on our last episode. Ten typically people who cheat um, get into this weird position of wanting to blame their spouse. Like they want to act like a victim. It's the, you know, smearing the shit on the birthday cake or the wedding cake analogy we used last Reference, time. Reference, earlier episode. Um, yeah. So it's like that. And you have to get into a group where men are going to hold you accountable. And they're going to be like, hey, dude, no. that Actually, it's not your wife's fault that you went online and found this woman. It mm -hmm. is not her fault. It's your, I don't know, lack of boundaries, lack of um, any, like, I don't know. What's the word other than boundaries? Like having a plan for your life, lack of a vision, lack for accountability, mm -hmm. whatever. And it's also getting real with yourself. And for some reason, I don't know why I thought of this, but you remember a while back, and I think the guy's name was Ted Haggard. He was like a pastor in the church, yes. and there was this, uh, I don't know, this scandal going on. And he like didn't like gay people and all this stuff, but then he got caught having gay sex in a bathroom at the uh, like Denver airport Wasn't or something. He, uh, like doing drugs too? Yeah, I, th I think he was like doing meth too. It's yeah. like, okay, what? Wait, hold on, right. hold hold the big time phone, right? So <laughs> hold the Jesus on the main line. Jesus not on the main line, apparently. <laughs> Satan D on the main line. Dude on the main line. Dude's butt was on the main line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I thought of that because um, he was solely responsible for his actions yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, I just tripped and fell into meth and a dude's butt. <laughs> Oh, Stop sorry. Like sorry, this wasn't my fault. Uh, I don't know what happened. Right. Like, how did that get there? And well, what, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you have to have some kind of accountability. Mm -hmm. And if you don't surround yourself with people who will actually be like, you're doing this, you say you want that, there is a, a huge gap right mm -hmm. here between what you're doing and what you say you want. Right. Right? So we have to bring that gap closer together and like shed some light on all that stuff. Um, but if you don't want it, you don't want it. Right. You got to have someone in your life who will say, kick his ass, sea bass. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who's the dead man? <laughs> Anyone over 40 will get that. Anyone under 20 won't. Yes. Um, so what about the 20 to 40? Anyway. I don't know. The 30 year olds Sorry. don't know anything. So the third one on my thing is again, how do we work through this and get past it and whatever for the lady, join a group for the wife who wrote in, join a group. That's you could join the women's mastermind. Again, one thing I'm, and again, I am pitching our stuff because what, that's why we made this stuff. So if you are mad about this, go shove it up your butt. <laughs> Does an author not promote their book? I know, right? It doesn't matter. But anyway, so, uh, for example, in the women's group coaching, we have women who are walking through similar things and they're sharing their story and their journey without criticism, without judgment, without anger or blame or any of those things. They're walking through and they're healing together. Mm -hmm. And you could, so for the wife, you could also just do therapy or something like that. But again, it's not the same vibe. Your therapist isn't going to be like, oh my gosh, I went through the same thing too. And here's what I did. They're not going to do that. They're actually not, I think they're not allowed to do that. Are they? Well, it is, it's changing a little bit, but when I was in grad school, it's like, you don't share your story, your own narrative. But I was like, that does not work. There's so much power in solidarity and sharing right. your story. And there's you ha there's a very fine line, but yeah, when you're when you're in a group of other women who are peers, it's not a therapist yeah. client relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of different dynamics. You're with ladies mm -hmm. who also want to be there, who have knowledge and want to gain knowledge. And mm -hmm. then there's this force. It's like the mastermind concept. Mm -hmm. When two or more people come together, 
focused with their highest brain cell power. It's like if you've ever seen Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. The aliens, the oh, 12 no. aliens, and they're sitting in a circle. Here we go. And all of a sudden, the UFO starts to spin, and then they go together, and the German lady goes, I want to know. <laughs> I what do you love mean, Indiana you want to Jones. Know. You mean this, she, the power of that? It's the hive mind. She wants to know all that they know. The hive mind. The hive mind. The hive mind. They're communicating. I want to know. Apparently, she became like Giuseppe from Pinocchio oh, or something. But it is like you have the wisdom of not only different women who have gone through different journeys, but different ages and stages of life. We have women in the group who have children that are my age, which I think is so cool. I love the wisdom of older ladies. And so if you're an older lady and you want to join our group, do it because you bring wisdom that young chicks can't Share find anywhere story. else. There's so much power in story. Yes, absolutely. Man. And so for again, for this woman who wrote in, what do you do? Join a group for your own sanity. Join a group where you can say, I cannot believe he did this to me twice, but I still love him. And then the women go, yeah, I get it. Been there. I get mm -hmm. it. And here's what you do. And here's what you don't do. And here's what worked for us. And here's what didn't work for us. Like the power of just that alone is priceless. So go to anatomyofus.com. Hit the women's group coaching thing. You're going to love it. You're going to love the when way When I look. hear other people's stories, and that's why like, I really loved having a coach, and I'm still in contact with our coach. Our coach is rad. Yeah, he's rad. When he tells me like the ways that he did stuff or or questions or doubts or, or things or wins and victories and stuff, that makes me go, oh, it is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it, it does. It, it <laughs> Just do, it, seeing the like, before and after pictures of our coach it makes me go, anything is possible. <laughs> Remember the, the pictures of who, like what he looked like before? Yeah. Like so he, obviously yeah. anything is, is possible. And the point of that is sharing your story. It's what we call in, in therapy normalizes. It normalizes this. Oh, you went through this too. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone. I'm not thinking the the thing that I'm thinking right now that I think no one else on earth has ever had the thought you had that thought too? Mm -hmm. Wow, mm -hmm. that's powerful. That is helpful. Right. That is reassuring that I'm not bonkers mm -hmm. and that I'm not crazy for hurting the way that I do, but still loving the other person. Right. Okay, I'm not losing my marples. <laughs> Your marples. Can I, I'm going to add a little like side note onto that. So I'm going to talk about, and I actually encourage you to do some of the same things for the men's group topics that you've talked about. Now, mm -hmm. don't, you don't, we're not obviously going to share who has said what, but in our women's get in the group, to know group well, in our women's group, here are some of the things we've covered and some of the things that we can cover. Some of like some of our journey, right? So I was being domestically violent to Seth. I so it was atypical domestic violence. That is something that in our group we can talk about how to walk through that. Um, there have been women who were in abusive relationships who have to had literally to run away. They've had to figure out how to navigate that, who to talk to, how do you pack when you think someone's going to follow you? What do you do when someone stalks you? Oh, what do you do when someone stalks your child? Right? These are things that we talked about in our group. Um, let's see. Here's a few other of them. What do you do if you have severe, severe food allergies in your children and everything that you make for them makes them sick? And what trauma does that bring around? Simple things like making a meal. Uh, let's see. What other things are in the group? There's divorce, postpartum depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, anxiety, wanting to quit a job, not feeling like you have any guidance in life, not feeling like you have a purpose in life. 
um, man, that isn't even like touching the surface of all some, the things. Some of the stuff in the men's group is like, hey, I'm in a job that I don't like, but I want to be, I am a kick-ass husband and kick-ass dad. Help me find a new job. Help mm-hmm. me brainstorm. Help me find my zone of genius so mm-hmm. I can right. be happy while providing a kick-ass income right. kind of thing. And we walk oh, through those things. Another one too, sorry. Another one that came to my mind is, you know, like uh, moms with young daughters. How do I manage social media and the fact that my kid is nine and wants to wear fishnets like her character in Roblox? How do I navigate that? You're what do I do? Our kid? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, but things like that where you're, it's, what another example do you have? I think that this is really powerful of like the things that we talk about and uh, it's so one, limitless. Um, having encouragement, like this is the thing that I talk about often. You know, there's a, a group who is doing 75 hard. Um, and I started with them, but I messed up. <laughs> yeah, I missed my selfie. Uh, and that's a part of 75 hard. Uh, but I'm restarting on April 2nd when I get back from Alaska. Uh, uh, the encouragement and accountability on that. And also a big part of the, the guys group. And I don't know if you do this exactly in the wins group, but every single call, mm-hmm. we share our wins. Yes, 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 yes. We share our wins. And oftentimes, I don't know why we're talking about this. This is supposed to be about cheating the, and no, stuff like that. No, this is okay. how you get over it. This is what do I do to get over it? Okay, so we share our wins. And oftentimes it's like, oh, well, I don't want to brag. I don't want to talk about this. No, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. If you just closed a half a million dollar client that you've been working on for two years, that is not bragging. That mm-hmm. is saying, I kicked ass. I did this. I was persistent. And I want to share it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Or here's another win. Um, we had sex last night. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, right. right? I mean, as simple as that. Hey, that is a win. Mm-hmm. Hey, I uh, wanted to uh, be sober for seven days. Today's my fifth day. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. You set a goal. You're doing it, right? How do we build self-confidence and self-esteem? We keep the promises we make to ourself, period. Keep the promises you make to ourselves. You didn't keep the promise you made to your selfie. Oh, <laughs> rim shot, <laughs> laugh track there. That was pretty good, right? But that is just the part of the power of the mastermind groups that we mm-hmm. are talking about because you're the sum of the five people you hang with the most. So who who do I want to hang out with other badass husbands who are striving to do stuff, not just talk about it, not mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that I should read that book or like, right. yeah, I don't know, 75 hours, this seems really crazy. That I can't seems do it. tricky. No, I want to be around guys who are actually effing doing it mm-hmm. right and if there's guys that have cheated or stuff like that it's like yeah i really messed up okay we all mess up sure um but you're not on that path anymore you're on mm-hmm. the path to repair and accountability and encouragement right. and ass kicking like we talked about in the last episode like if you're the dude who's smeared your shit hand all over the wedding cake mm-hmm. and now you're in the men's mastermind you're doing what seth said you're you're making the cake better. You're starting all over. You're fixing it. Right. You're repairing the damage that you caused at the wedding by smearing mm-hmm. your crap hand everywhere, right? Like the men in the group are showing up and showing out. And same with the women in the group. Like, I love that you mentioned the wins every single week because I think it's a really exciting. Uh, it's, so important. it's so exciting. Yeah. We do it every week too. If we you, start our call with If you think wins. it's a win, then there's no way in the world that you shouldn't share it with people. Mm-hmm. And if the people that you're hanging around go, oh, he's just bragging or, oh, he's hot shit. Or look at this, mm-hmm. you blah, right. blah, blah, then you might be hanging around the wrong people. Absolutely. Kind of thing. Right. right. Because I swear, if I get a new client or, you know, the mastermind, well, all these things are happening, right? When we get a new client, when we create a new mastermind, 
I share it with the mastermind I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, close two clients this week. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you know what they say? Good job. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Tell me about how'd you do it? Because I'm trying to build the same thing. Well, I had success here and had right. you know, not success here. But overall, yeah, we're doing it, man. Right. Like there's another guy that's closing clients left and right all the time. And he, he has oftentimes the same win. He's like, guys, I don't know what to say. I closed three clients this week. You know, they were like 10K. That's amazing. And he's just going, and we're like, dude, you are rocking it. That is so awesome. And mm-hmm. now it's his win for that in that category is like, it's still a win, but we're just used to it. Right. You know, yeah. so, okay, that means we've leveled up. Mm-hmm. So now, oh, three clients a week was the biggest win ever. But since it's been happening for a month or two or three, it's still a win. But now it's like, oh, next level. Mm-hmm. Hey, now I'm closing even higher ticket mm-hmm. people right. or whatever. And, you know, and wanna, So it's like you level up and level yeah. up and level up. And that is how you grow. Yeah. You have to surround yourself with other people who are where you want to be or who have been where you are right Mm -hmm. now and encourage you, kick your ass and keep you accountable. Right. And I love that too. I want to just make a comment on that, that some of the wins in the group and they're just as monumentous for your growth as a person and in your marriage. Some of the wins are like my husband and I started to fight and we actually used the clearing structure that you guys sent us and it worked and we didn't fight. Right. And you're like, yes. And everybody knows like that's the first step to repairing your marriage and to making it stronger and having more Mm -hmm. communication and clarity. And so it's just really awesome. And I do think it's really important, and this goes into number four uh, in my list of what to do, but one of the things that is so challenging in any life situation is that we often don't have the people in our, like the the community that we are born into, so like our family, in-law, you know, all this stuff, like the like where we live, all that stuff. Sometimes it doesn't have these really... Um, what would you say? Like highly supportive people. Mm-hmm. It's just not there. And it's not because they're not great people. It's just that they're not on the journey of like growth. Most people are not on the journey of intense growth and trying to like level up. But everyone in the women's group coaching stuff and in the men's mastermind is. And so you would have a community in these groups that you could never find, even if if it's a church group, there's caps on most people's like they have a governor on, you know, right. like they're not going to go over a certain speed limit. And so they're not going to hit the growth that you're actually after. And that's really important. And so on number four on here of what to do again, number one was go to therapy. Number two was men's mastermind. Number three was women's group coaching. And number four is tell people in your social network. And I don't mean like post it on Facebook, but tell people that you trust that this is going on in your marriage. Now, why would I say that? Does that seem wrong to say? No. Okay. Why does it not seem wrong to say? Because initially people are going to be like, I'm not telling anybody that my husband cheated on me twice. So here's another thing that happens in the mastermind. If I don't know the specifics of a brother's everything, issues, Mm -hmm. then how can I help? If you don't know how he's struggling. If I don't know how, or or, or not even struggling, or just like, hey, where do I want to grow here? It's like... um, Okay, there's this one thing, it's called the one sheet that we do in the other mastermind, and it talks a lot about net income, like liabilities, assets, what is your net income? Like, okay, where are you at? Oh, if I knew that you are underwater on your house, or or not know that, then I can help you better. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, actually, my brother-in-law is a lender who gets super low rates. I can hook you up with him. Had, or if had, I know you're underwater in your house, I will not recommend that you buy the speedboat. Right. Or, <laughs> like, or yes, or, or something like that. Or I will not be like, 
man, you're, I see you like posting these things where you're going on vacation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Can we talk about that? Mm-hmm. Because there's an incongruency there, right? right? So first of all, you got to be willing and um, uh, open to say, yep, here's all my shit kind of thing. Uh, or sometimes it's not that. Like the other guy that's sharing all the wins, he's like, okay, all those wins. Man, I didn't know that you were in that business. I can help you and send referrals your way right. so you can even have more wins, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, the more we talk about, the more we share, the more we're open about things, it is allowing other people to help us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To help, and to that's grow. one of the things. Again, we we talked about this actually in our group. I think it was last week or this, like our last call, was that um, one of the women has been through a terrible situation where she was in an abusive relationship. And she, she said, if I could go back and do it again, if I had to go back and do it again, I would. And she literally said, tell people, tell people, tell people, tell people. Mm. Do not keep it quiet. Because if no one knows that your husband is cheating on you and that you're working through this really traumatic situation and that, that that's a huge amount of stress. If no one in your life knows that, they're not going to think about, oh, maybe I shouldn't have Tammy host Thanksgiving this year because her husband's cheating on her and they're trying to work through that. But mm. if they have it in their awareness, they go, oh, Whoa, that's too much to throw onto Tammy to ask her to do that. Why Tammy? Why not Tammy? Tammies are real. <laughs> so uh, I know many Tammies. So that is the, I think the real importance there is that if people around you don't know what you're actually going through, they can't help you. They can't help you. So like, I don't know. There's lots, there's lots to say about that, but there's accountability that happens in that. There's a safety net that you begin to build. And I don't want you to think that the fear of telling someone your secret is more important than the safety net that telling that secret will provide. Now, again, you have to tell someone that you trust, someone who won't just go blab about it, all of that stuff. So you have to know that you've got pretty rock solid people around you. Um, But keeping it to yourself can be dangerous. Keeping Mm -hmm. it, and even I say dangerous, like in some cases it actually can be deadly, but also it's dangerous to your health and well-being, your wellness. Like it's, it brings stress. It brings anxiety to try to manage like, I can't make it look like Seth is cheating on me. I can't make it appear like that because I got to keep up appearances. And oh, like that is crushing. That is a crushing weight, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think this has been a really awesome episode. I hope that this question has been helpful for you guys. Thank you for sending it in. I hope that our answers have been supplemental, <laughs> in, supplemental. in knowledge. Supplemental um, knowledge, yeah. But yeah. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Again, go to Anatomy of Us. No, sorry. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash us to get hooked up with a counselor. Also, as we have piqued your interest in these groups, go to badasshusband.com and also anatomyofus.com forward slash women's group coaching. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Share the show, rate and review the show. It helps us get up and we are striving to be the number one non-bullshit podcast out there for marriages and we're going to get there so what did you say you. that joe rogan says pay, pay the price or something pay the andy priscilla like, oh andy priscilla pay the fee so share the show pay the fee we love you guys thank you so much later bye thanks for listening to anatomy of us this podcast is produced by my mom melanie studley and hosted by my dad seth studley our show is edited and published by our producer reva hansen from creative media support Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye.